welcome to 48 Shades of Football, your uh, weekly dose of not much K-League content and an awful lot of crap banter from us. Although last week it was only sort of 40 odd shades of football, wasn't it? Because we, well, we, we, did, we may have we missed did. something. There was no K-League challenge last weekend. I don't care if there was the K-League games. claims that there were. <laughs> yeah. there weren't. There wasn't any games last weekend. Disgusted from Tunbridge Wells has been tweeting us all week, complaining about the lack of a, a K-League challenge preview. Alright, well, we'll invite Disgusted of Tunbridge Wells onto the podcast next week, as we always say we're going to have guests, and then we never do. <laughs> something to do with someone not getting Skype set up on the PC, isn't it? <laughs> Which you promised would happen by this week, so... Yeah, but I was busy last week. Well, what's the big S? It's not Skype? It's Skype, yeah. It's on the PC, I did it. You really? You yeah, did it? Yeah, installed it. So who are we going to call them? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> As you might have guessed, the voices you can hear are my erstwhile colleagues, Mark and Paul. Uh, Mark, that was your choice of opening music. Do you want to explain why? Uh, yes, I do. I have, I have a thing for Rachel Stevens. Um, All right, we, moving on. <laughs> we chose uh, S Club 7, Reach for the Stars, because uh, it's Kim Byung-ji's 700th appearance. Um, and yeah, the, the legend himself is uh, reaching for the stars. The flying mullet. And soon, I guess he'll be. He's, well, he's, he said in an interview he's reaching for 777. So. Is that what he said? He'll have to recycle the music in about two years' time when he actually makes it. Yeah, I mean, S Club will come back. There'll be S Club 777. They can do a half. Isn't it 777 like a really? Oh no, that's a really lucky number in Korea, isn't it? Um, probably four. That's unlucky, isn't it? Four's unlucky. Um, but he's probably still the only K League player that's older than the three of us, isn't he? Put he's together. not older than you, Paul. Put together? Older than <laughs> the three of us put together? Quite possibly. Yeah. The thing is, though, he, he, probably, he, he may be older than the three of us, but he definitely, unfortunately, has more hair than the three of us as well. Put together. Put together, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a bit, a bit unfortunate for the three of us. Have, have you never rocked a mullet like Byungji? Sort of back in the day? That means something else where I come from, <laughs> to be honest. But, uh, no, I, I, I never ever had a mullet. I'll, I'll be honest, I never went for the mullet style, I didn't go for the Chrissy Waddle. And you never had bright green hair or bright blue hair or like, like he? Uh, I've had red, purple, orange. You never dyed your hair a kind of Celtic green for... No, no, I've dyed my hair uh, red, purple and orange but never green. Orange must have been controversial. I was kind of, I think, I think it was, but I think it wasn't quite orange, I think it was called like, um, I can't chestnut or something. It's called something. The kind of colour that Koreans do when they try to get blonde. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oops. It wasn't, it wasn't that brand of that, that well-known colour on the charts. Loyalist orange. I wasn't. I wasn't loyalist orange. Although we should say. Uh, we just try to get your hair to mash, match your sash. I should do, yeah. <laughs> I think we should say, uh, you know, like, congratulations to uh, Alan Stubbs for proving how push a manager he is and leading his team to a ridiculous 6 2 defeat at the hands of uh, the newly formed the Rangers. Um, I understand that a lot of um, Rangers fans have been waving war buttons bread. Or orange bread packets, yeah. Of course, orange bread packets yeah, as well. Must have, must have selected that one very carefully. Yeah, they went for the uh, toasty and not for, for the thin cut but or, the, or the thick were, slice. Were they not tangerine bread packets? Uh, yeah, well, the thick slice is, is actually green, so obviously they can't hold that aloft. Um, but yeah, apparently they've, they've been holding aloft orange war buttons, breads. Well seen, the thick packets. is green. It's just the whole country's anti Catholic, aren't they? <laughs> It's pretty much. <laughs> just, but, just another sly dig. But there is no red one. I don't know what that says about your team, Stevie, but anyway. <laughs> they don't make bread from sheep. 
that's not what I heard. <laughs> and what farmer in Korea that makes quite a lot of money from sheep. Alright, anyway, moving on. There's, there's no red button tonight because we don't have anything in, in the midweek to talk about, do we? Do we have anything in the midweek to talk about? There's no games that I missed. <laughs> just I, like know, I, I did actually check yesterday what, what, when the next set of fixtures reach. Each league is no, there's nothing. There's definitely do. nothing midweek. What am nope. I going to do with myself? Might have to go to baseball. Is there any baseball on? Yeah, if it doesn't get rained out, yeah. If it doesn't rain, we got a bit, had a bit of rain recently, haven't we? Yeah. Speaking of baseball, I, I was at the race course last night, and Hong Jin Young, who is one of the co-presenters of Hagu in the City, was there, strutting her stuff on the stage, looking very uh, fine. I saw that you put, put about 25 pictures of her on Twitter. I think you were. Getting a bit stalkerish at one point. She she was she was rocking those ballads out. Yeah. Of, Is she a singer then, or a TV presenter, or she just she's wears, a singer apparently. She just wears short shorts and does whatever. She's apparently a gets, singer. Gets a bit of attention for a while. But uh, I did I did lead the race course before four minute came on. So I, so I missed I missed Shanna with her blonde hair. Given it all, I, th- I think we're just going to have to stop the podcast here and actually leave, Mark. <laughs> I'm not a big four minute fan to be honest. Just That's what she said. <laughs> Just go. That's because you can't last four minutes yet. <laughs> well, there is four of them. He's only got to do a minute at a time. Only if I do it twice, sir. All right, so let's let's go on and talk about some actual football before we get ourselves cut off here. Um, I guess we'll we'll talk about the FA Cup if Mark lets us. Nope. We'll talk about the three matches that were. And then we'll talk about the Kaylee Challenge and the Kaylee Classic at the weekend. Mm. And then we need to preview... The uh, Kelly Challenge games, I'm sure, actually are taking place this weekend. They are taking place this weekend, yeah. There's no classic, and then we should probably talk a little bit as well about the East Asian Championships that are coming up. Um, Just to say that we really don't care. I think we've already ranted enough about the the team selection, but I think just for completion's sake, we should let our listeners know what matches on are on when, so they can tune in. So they can decide to not bother watching. As they decide. So they can tune in to see Egan Ho. Uh, increases national team goals. <laughs> uh, I think I think China versus Japan will probably be an entertaining game. Anything that Korea's in. Well, let's talk about that when we get to it, rather than do five minutes now that we have to cut out later. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. So let's start with the FA Cup. Um, Paul, you were at the big Seoul game. Yeah. What was that all about? Um, it was the big rematch of Seoul versus Pohang, wasn't it? So Pohang yeah. come up. So Pohang were going to come and scoosh it. Yeah, as you two predicted. In, in the so who are, who are Pohang going to get in the semis then? <laughs> Nobody because they lost. Nam. <laughs> they lost. They should have an alternative <laughs> FA Cup now where Pohang play Songnam in the semi-finals. Uh, to be fair, they did take the lead, didn't they? they? Did, yeah. yeah. Why are you asking me? It was all going so well. Yeah. I didn't arrive until half time. Do you remember it, Paul? You sound a bit shaky on some of the details here. <laughs> Yeah. Paul was talking. Were you, were you actually watching the game, or were you just texting the, the girls next to you as you normally are? Oh. <laughs> What's pretty funny is, is when you'll notice no comment there from Paul. It's like when I actually arrived at the game, I saw Paul, and Paul looked pretty forlorn. So I thought that Pohang had actually scored a goal at the first second in the second half, but then I realised it was just because his girls were standing next to him, when, and the V girls were so far away. <laughs> no comment. Paul's not a big fan of the V girls. At least that's what the judge told him he has to say from now on. <laughs> yes. That's what <laughs> the restraining order says. That's the conditions of the restraining order. The V girls. But, um, but no, I mean, as for the second half, Paul, you can talk about the first half, I'll talk about the second half if you want. Thank you very much again for the free ticket. 
Um, although I think it has just cost me 50,000 won. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure it was free after all. Um, yeah, the, both, teams start, both teams start off brightly. Uh, actually, they didn't. The first, the opening 10 minutes was terrible. Um, was it full strength teams on both sides? It, uh, well, no. No. Not on Soul's side anyway, no. Soul's was. It was from his full full strength sort of. He doesn't have a, f- a first 11, does he? He's got like his first 15 so that he kind of kind rotates, so it was. Mostly, from his mostly first 16, he was picking guys at least you'd seen before. And well, yeah, I mean, the Uno Rock started, didn't it? Yeah, which he hasn't done for a while. Uh, and. Um, what about the guys who don't play, like Molina and Everton? And uh, Molina was on the bench. Molina came on. He came on with at some like point. Yeah. Everton didn't play. Everton, I guess he was going to. I guess anyway. Everton's loan period's over. So. Which is quite strange because I thought Everton's loan period was tied in with um, the the fat dwarf whose name I can never remember. Rafael Costa, is it? Rafael well, Carlos. You'd assume. What's his yeah, name? I I I'd heard that as well, but. At least he was on a one-year loan period, right? And his first game back, or his first game last year, was the, f- the very first game after the World Cup break, which would have been about a year ago, yeah. Which would have been about end of July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. so I mean, look, oh, yeah, looking yeah, at looking at lineups, though, it looks like so most of the players are from the first. I mean, the numbers look pretty low. You've got. I mean, the, I think the, the three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninety-one. Who's your number nine, really? But. Eight, eight Whereas Pohang have got a lot of high numbers there, so basically you beat Pohang reserves in the cup. Well done. <laughs> well, eight, number eight was uh, the guy I was talking about last week who we signed from Injun over the close season. Mm. I said he played a couple of times earlier and then d- disappeared. Uh, 31, the goalie's our second slash first goalie, but he's been out for a month injured. He's just come back. He's your penalty kick. Yeah. The guy for psyching out Pohang, isn't he? Yeah. And then number six, Kim Jingyu, he's the guy that got taken out at Chonnam and he's been out for what's that like six weeks two yeah. months and he just came back for that game so it's taken out at Chonnam by a blade of grass yeah Kwangju uh, yeah Kwangju sorry Kwangju uh, obviously uh, Chad Uri was playing Osmar was playing um, as we said you know Rock started Pat Young. it was more of a makeshift team at the weekend to be honest there's a couple of names in there that don't get much of a run out at all but, but Pat Young got a couple of goals how is his overall performance awful is he looking like the player he was or is he looking like someone who's back in Korea for I mean he's an easing into retirement the thing is that, as I said at the game uh, to Alistair as we will now call him um, they, you can't fault the Part's goal was a pretty fortuitous goal. I think I use that word a lot in here, but anyway, you know, it, it was a deflection. Um, but you can't fault the guy for being in the right place at the right time, and that's what he's doing. Whether he's scoring scrappy like goals or or not, at the end of the day, he scored three in three games. They've all been pretty poor in terms of you know, like they haven't. No, he scored four actually in three games. They haven't been bullet headers or. Like volleys from outside the box or, or overhead kicks or, or anything spectacular, but he's he, he's getting in the right place at the right time and he's putting the ball in the back of the net. And I, mean, I think that's all you need. In fairness, his first spell with Seoul, he wasn't exactly firing in thirty-yard mm. screamers either. That was that was his game when he was at Seoul the first time. He was a goal scorer. He used to. But that's been get his game goals from six yards yeah. out. Well, it was only really when he went. He's a poacher. He went overseas. He, he thought he'd become pre Cristiano Ronaldo. Pre Pak Jong. 
one of the complaints about the sold is that right, Chowdhury would come bl- blistering down the right and he'd cross it yeah. and there'd be no one in the middle to get on the end of it. So at least Pak Jong's getting in the box, he's making the right runs. You can't say that his touch is really good, but he, he's scoring goals. He's scoring goals. He's yeah, that's what, you, that's what he's paid for, right? Yeah. Centre forward, you pay him to score goals. Um, the, the first goal he scored against Pohang was uh, a header from a free kick, so it, it came in, he was sort of hanging, hanging out on the, the, the back corner of the six-yard box and he looped up over the Pohang goaler into the corner of the net, so that was a pretty good goal. The goal we conceded, which was about two minutes earlier, uh, was from a corner where just the, the goalie came, jonged it and flat missed, and it, the Puan guy just stuck it in. So, and then yeah, the, the winning goal was a, a deflection. He again got it sort of maybe a couple of meters to the right of the penalty area, yeah. turned, spun, lashed it goal, and then it hit a Puan defender and went in. But so it's a deserved win in the end then. Probably they deserve to edge it, don't you think? I mean, I won the right at Pohang half time. Were poor, to be honest. But what I saw in, 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 in the second half, Pohang were poor. The second half wise, Pohang were terrible. They didn't really start playing until maybe the last 10 minutes when they kind of realised the ship were going out of the cup. They, Pohang were poor. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't their first um, team, I guess. Like, I thought the first team players were on the bench, but um, they still should have played far better than they did. Um, interestingly, we were talking about Pohang. Do you think we were missing the, the berserker, Moritz? He would have been in there and broken a few legs. I was just about to bring that up. Like, <laughs> when we are discussing Pohang, it's quite interesting that Moritz was absent from that game and has since, it seems anyway, has since left us for pastures more... Uh, warmer. Warmer, I guess. Uh, he's, he's been back to the Indian League. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll talk about a When I first saw it, I thought it said Andre Moritz drinks IPA, but I guess it's actually <laughs> the IPL. So, um, I'm pretty sure he drinks Buckfast. I thought you could in Kraftworks all night getting smashed, <laughs> that's why he wasn't in the game. But Alright, so that was the Soul game. Uh, Mark, without getting punched, can you give us 30 seconds on the Songnam game? Yeah, they were push. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Songnam are now not the best team in Korea oh, because they're out of the cup. Did he, he didn't want slapped. Um, like, uh, I, I couldn't go to that game because I had to work until, I didn't finish work until 7.30, which is why I went to the Seoul game. Um, I think definitely going into the game on merely on form and, and, on, and on paper, Songnam should have had that one wrapped up and should have won that one easily. You would have thought so. Um, Ulsan took the lead, um, Songnam pulled it back and equalised, I went to extra time and then Ulsan's uh, new, new foreigner, uh, he, I think he's Croatian or Serbian or something, uh, scored a, a, a pretty amazing goal. Uh, I wouldn't know what his name was if Paul wasn't flicking about between... <laughs> So every, I, single, every I, single page on it would be like two. I was just comparing the Poang team from the league game and the cup game. Because yeah, we discussed that. We've finished talking about that now. Yeah, um, so anyway, you moved on while I was looking. But it was uh, Songnam's foreigner. Uh, uh, no, it wasn't. It was uh, Ulsan's foreigner who scored a pretty, a pretty sweet goal. No, no, I don't think Jepro played actually. Uh, so yeah, so it was um, Ulsan's new foreigner, the, the guy he made his debut. Uh, I think his name was uh, Ivan or Ivan Kovacic or something. Um, Jeffroff didn't actually play at all, he didn't come on at all. Kim Tae Hwan, uh, the ex um, Songnam player, was the guy who opened the scoring. Did he, uh, did he celebrate? 
I wasn't at the game, so I have no idea. But uh, Wangy Joe, obviously, um, was the guy who equalised. But we know he's terrible because he's he's in Steely Of course, he must be terrible. But it's kind of was with my at the time. I think I may have tweeted this at the time. I thought it was amazing that Kim Chinook, who is in the squad, had an absolute mare of a game and did nothing. And Wangy Joe, who's not in the squad, actually scored. But anyway, Kim Chinook, I actually noticed, is being touted as the captain for the East Asian Championships <laughs> after being. Bombed out the squad and brought back as a last minute thought. Let's talk about that as well later. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of them were poor. Uh, they probably, I think they created enough chances to probably win it and didn't. And uh, the goal that won the game by Kovacic was world class. And I think he could be one to watch for the rest of the season. So so where did it all go wrong? Because all, all the time we've, d- we've been doing these podcasts, you've been very bullish about some of them in cup competitions, right? You're saying they're very difficult to beat in the cup. Yeah. So. They were beaten by a world-class strike. That's it. I mean, his game plan was probably to take it uh, all the way to penalties if, you know, if, if it wasn't going his way. Uh, they fought back. They were behind for only nine minutes. They fought back. They went to extra time and he probably thought, that's it. Yep, extra time. Let's hold it on. Hold it out, whatever they're saying is, and we'll go to penalties and we'll win it in penalties. But the goal was, you have to watch the goal, it was a world class, it was a brilliant, brilliant goal. Should have been Elan though, right? Because we really should have put them out of the cup in the first round. Yeah, in which case we'd have probably done <laughs> 6 now. Um, but I think, I mean, Ilsan could be the ones now to watch in the cup. Oh, it pains me to say that. But they could be the ones to watch. Um, I suppose the thing for them is that, maybe a bit like Songnam last season. It's all when, you're, when you're in bottom six, it's all you've got. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're probably not. They're not really in the relegation scrap. I don't think. No, you would be so surprised if Pusan were able to claw back four yeah, points. So I think in reality, the only thing they've really got to play for to give them something out of the season is a cup win. So yeah. they're probably going to take it quite seriously. They did look as if they put a reasonably strong team out. So yeah, Ulsan Ulsan on their day are a good side. It's just the day's not that often. Yeah, I mean, they, don't forget that they were top of the league at the beginning of the season. They, they started the season yeah. well. Um, but I think it'll be interesting to see. Uh, well, I guess we'll, we'll talk about the review of the, of the classic at the time, but they played again on Sunday, eh, Saturday, uh, and they drew nothing each at, at Ulsan. So obviously there's not much between the two teams over the course of 90 minutes. No. Um, but that result in itself has kind of put a bit of a span in the works at Sonam. I mean, Sonam need to start winning games again to make sure... They have to go for the Champions League place now. Well, they need to keep winning games to like, confirm their, their, their top six spot. That's the first thing. I mean, yeah. being being in top six for Songnam this season is a is a success. If he finishes the top six, it's a success, and they can take leap, it from there. Leap forward would be a big move forward, wouldn't it? From yeah. almost being relegated last yeah. year. So shame they're out the cup, but if you're going to get the cup, go out to a world class goal, I guess. And then the other two games, um, it was very close between the other Ulsan side, the Meepo Dolphins. Yeah, it took. It took a while for Chanam to, to get the goal, and it was only one goal in it. Um, probably tighter than a lot of people would have thought. I think it was my tip for a shock, but... It was all your tips. Did, did you watch any of these games on TV? Or no. We, no. no was but we're going to keep bullshitting as if we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, that one I followed uh, courtesy of um, Mr Ryan Walters, actually. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounded, it sounded was, like it was a pretty tight game. Yeah. Um, Ulsan probably parked the bus a bit, but you've got to do yeah. that a little bit when you're playing a, a team in the higher league. But 
looks like they put up a good fight, but Chanam keep going on. Chanam have got decent form. Um, as we said last dark week, horses, dark horses to win it. As we, as we said last week, the only um, classic team that, as a Sonam fan, I was scared of was uh, Jonam. I guess I should be scared, no, scared of Osan. I guess I should be scared of Osan as well, I guess. But the only team I was scared of were, were Jonam. I, I don't know. I mean, like, there's something about this Jonam team that they just they, they kind of keep getting results. They're, they're, they're not falling away like they did last season. Mainly they, because of ownership, right? It seems. Yeah, I mean, mainly, yeah. But um, at the end of the day, I mean, like they're uh, they're doing well this season, and to be in the semi-final of the cup is going to be a huge thing for them. Was that game switched? Was that game switched from Ulsan to Chana? Yes, it was. Yes. Makes you wonder if maybe Ulsan are regretting that decision a little bit. If it was well, that tight away from home, then maybe they could have. When you consider the fact, that I think something like three thousand people turned up as well at the game. Yeah, I think probably both sets are regretting the fact that they actually. Switch because I'm sure it probably cost John our money to actually put the lights on. Um, I think it was like 3,400 or something. Ridiculous crowd. Yeah, it's a strange one. I thought to change it because I, I mean I don't I don't think I've been to the Old Sand Stadium, but I'd imagine it must just be a a pretty normal civic stadium like yeah. everything else. Yeah. The big concrete bowl we're on in track. Yeah, you surprised um, that they changed so it. I'm surprised that they changed it. Uh, no, actually I've seen a match there because Seoul played proper Old Sand there last year. Uh, it's, no, it's a nice stadium actually. That makes even less sense. More surprised that they changed it then. Yeah. Although, it's another one of those where the away end doesn't have a roof. Even more surprised that they changed it then. <laughs> and then the last one, Jeju, who were my tips for the cup. Big surprise. Dumped after after extra time, though. Um, 90 minutes it was 0 0, and then Inchon in extra time scored a couple. 2 yeah. 0 to Inchon in the end. Um, that was a surprise, actually, because I. I still, I still don't see anything about Inchon. I don't know how they've got this far in the competition, but they're still Especially in there. Especially away from home, right? Yeah. They're, they're quite decent at home, but... Yeah, a bit of a surprise. Usually Jeju, are, at least at home, are good for a few goals, so... Hmm. I mean, maybe Inchon are doing the song now from last year and just keeping clean sheets. You know, not conceding many goals, being very tight yeah. at the back. Um, I suppose in the cup, that's always a good start. If you don't lose a goal, you're not going out. Yeah. Or at least you get to take it to penalties. But uh, yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. Um, yeah, but I mean, Jeju are looking pretty pretty poor right now. I mean, they're sitting in ninth. Um, if they don't turn things around pretty quickly, they're yeah, I mean, they're going to be the biggest were, team in the, they in were the bottom up, six for a long time. Up in third at one point, I yeah. think, Jeju. So it's, yeah, it's a bit of a slip for them. But yeah, maybe they're just missing the mustachioed wonder that is Kang Soo Yil. Could be, could be. He was he's going to come back with a full beard, isn't he? A full Taliban beard just to show, <laughs> us, show us what we've done wrong. He probably hasn't actually been banned. Well, every time I say someone's rubbish, they score a goal. So I'm assuming when we say Kang Yul can't grow a moustache, he's going to come back. But do you wonder if, if, if maybe like the, the, the uh, KFA have said, look, we're going to pretend that we'll ban you, but we really were giving you like 15 games or 15 weeks to go away and grow a beard and then come back. Keep, and we'll just call it a ban. Keep yeah. lathering the cream on. Yeah, and we'll, we'll just call it a ban, okay? Or just go away and get the sex change that you know you really want and come back yeah. and play for the, for the women. Inchon, Dekyo Angels, or whatever the hell they are. I, I wonder how, much, how long the, uh, whatever, the steroids in his cream stay in his blood. Whether he, can, whether he can keep using the cream for the next two months and like two weeks before he's due to come back, just like go cold, cold turkey and get it out of his system, come back with a <laughs> Do you think the beard will just drop off? <laughs> 
That's quite, that's quite an interesting comment to go cold turkey when you're talking about moustache growing <laughs> steroid cream, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, kind of sums up exactly what we all feel about him. The worst thing is, he was probably using his girlfriend's hair removal cream. Yeah. <laughs> keeps wondering why he's waking up fresh <laughs> as a baby. Well, she's got his moustache. <laughs> <laughs> So he, mind you, he is wearing her clothes. So, so you mean Kang Seal's girlfriend's got a full beard? Exactly, <laughs> yes. Yeah, but David Beckham... I'm sure Kang Seal's girlfriend's more of a man than he is. <laughs> Dave, David Beckham used to wear Victoria's clothes back in the day, didn't he? Which he called them golden balls. <laughs> she was definitely more of a man than David Beckham will ever be. Yeah. Anyway. Right, so let's finish this FA Cup thing. It's probably been about half an hour worth of it's been talking five minutes, nonsense. Man. So the four teams that are through at the semis then are Chanam, Ulsan, Songnam, Seoul, and Incheon. And somewhere in an alternative universe, Ulsan, Dolphins, Songnam, and Pohang and Jeju are going to play out their own little yep. FA Cup. I'm not sure when they probably the play it in Jinju. I'm not sure when the draw's going to be made. I did, I did try and find out, but yeah, I couldn't I find well, anything. But personally, I, I'm going to favour whichever teams get drawn at home. Unless it's Seoul, in which case, banker away win. <laughs> I think you have to say that probably Seoul are going to be favourites to win this now. From here. Like, well, they... If you look at league form, they beat Chonam at home and got thrashed away. Seoul will now be the highest placed team yeah. in the league in the competition. Nope, Chunham. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Chunham are two points ahead of Seoul. Probably by the time the semi finals are drawn, Seoul will be the highest you, placed you team in the competition. I think so. So, yeah, it looks. Well, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Ulsan. I think they're the cup team now. Well, I'm going to go with Seoul. Just because they put us out, I think they should win it, and then we can say we were runners-up in some kind of weird way. But then we'd be runners-up as well. Exactly. In the repressage. Exactly. We can all say we're runners-up, apart from Seoul. Just so you know that... Unless that, they lose to Seoul. That wasn't Paul Stern's words. That actually is a, an actual word, yeah? <laughs> okay. Just because you think he's drunk again. Mum. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Seoul. I think Seoul have got wrapped up now. Right, that's your second strike. You're out. No four minutes, sold in the cup. <laughs> Alright guys, so in the interest of keeping things moving along, let's go on to the league matches. Um, we'll maybe look at the challenge first, because these games never happen, so we can get them out of the way, yes. <laughs> get them out of the way quite quickly. The, the, the great thing about this is we didn't get a single preview wrong last week. I think we got them all right. <laughs> We said I'm not saying, I'm not saying games happened. I'm not saying we got them all right, I'm just saying we didn't get any wrong. <laughs> yeah. Which, to be honest, if we don't predict the games, we're probably closer to the right result than... Mind you, looking at the results, that exactly happened is exactly what I'd have predicted as well. Yeah, because you'd have said Butchon would have beat Oyan. To be honest, I think I did, I did make a prediction on my blog, and I think I got every single one wrong. But yeah, I would never have said Butchon. It was a bit of a week of shocks, but I guess we'll just go through them quickly, because I didn't see any of the games. I'm guessing you guys didn't pay much attention to the games either. Um, so the, the first bit of a surprise, uh, Butchon went away to Goyang in 1-3-2. The Piranha struck again. And who's, Lucian, the who's new, this guy, Lucian? Lucian's their new Brazilian who just came in. I guess that was probably his debut. Um, so he's he's done well scoring on what I think is his debut. Um, that was a bit of a surprise. Goyang don't usually lose too many goals. Does that mean they've got rid of what's his face? No, Almeida, no, 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 no. that's no. the third the third Brazilian now. 
So Butchon are actually doing remarkably well this season. I think they're up. Is that take them up into fifth? Fifth. Fifth in the oh. league for Butchon is amazing. They could come up. Well, they're, they're they're knocking at the door of a playoff spot, three points off Suwon. Um, quite amazing, really, given given the resources they've got, given the budget they've got. Not lost in five games. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah, they're doing pretty well. Um, I can't see them getting up into the classic, but you never know. The Almir effect. <laughs> the Lukian effect, more. <laughs> so, I mean, the good news for me as an Elan fan, Daegu lost at the weekend. They lost 1-0 to Kangwon. Losing to Kangwon, that's not the sign of title challengers, is it? Nah. We've only done that twice this season. <laughs> yeah, but... You, you lost in style both times, didn't you? Exactly, we got pumped. They, yeah. they just lost narrowly. Um, again, a, a bit of a shock. You would have fancied Daegu to, at home to win quite comfortably, but Kangwon 1-0 victory. Um, so, again, yep, good news for Eland. Other good news for Eland tonight's match, a 4-1 home win for Chungju against Sangju is absolutely ridiculous. I think somebody's going to have to have a look at some of these fixtures and see if there was brown envelopes being passed around and dodgy, who's dodgy been betting where. Because 4-1 to Chungju against Sangju is absolutely ridiculous. Anyang won as well, to be talking about. Anyang won? No, we haven't got there yet. Anyang won two in, a, two in a row. But Anyang won the last, the first and the last of the first round, so they won the first of the second. Yeah. Half. Um, they'll be hoping that they uh, win a bit more than one, but We've got them at home next week, so <laughs> I'm really I'm a bit nervous now that, that I that's the, get, that's the game we're going to go to, isn't it? Well, yes. yeah, we're talking about uh, the podcast. We'll be at Jamshill for the big Seoul Eland Anyang game. You guys will be uh, topping your Jamshill sh- cherries if if uh, Austin Berry comps us ticket, yeah, or or Martin or any comps us ticket. I'm not bloody paying to go there. I'm sure you're a good, good friend, Martin Rennie. I'll sort you out. You'd probably get in the posh section with a, nobody else. This is, this is where we go for the uh, media passes again, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I don't think the media pass will work for me. I think they've seen me in action. <laughs> like we're not letting you in there. You'll cause trouble. So, yeah, a good win for Anyang. Two in a row. That's not got them quite off the bottom of the table yet, but they're within a point of Kyongnam, within a point of Kangwon. They're, um, they're actually within a win of moving up to seventh. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really, it's really tight. In that kind of bottom, bottom six, bottom seven. Um, so she said. It's better to see if it plays out. Um, Suwon, my phone insists that Suwon won that game, but everywhere else, KLeague.com and Sockaway.com insist it was a nil-nil draw. So I'm going to go with them as the official scorekeepers and say Kyungnam get a nil-nil draw at Suwon. I'm not sure if the new Spaniard Sissy isn't it the other way around. What Suwon got a nil-nil draw at Kyungnam? Yes. So your, phone, so your phone also reversed the picture of the list as well. What did I say? Wasn't this maybe like you six said. weeks ago when they played this hour last time? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what you're looking at. So Kyungnam got a nil-nil draw, a nil-nil win, I was just about to say there. You <laughs> fucked me up now. <laughs> Sorry. So Kyungnam got a nil-nil draw at home to Suwon. I don't know if the new Spanish signing Sissy was playing for Suwon. Again, a bit of a weird one. He was probably at John Book on, on Sunday being like, where I play? Yeah. <laughs> put me up front, put me up front. That's my best Spanish impersonation for anyone who's interested. You can't do a good Faulty Towers Manuel. Ah, oh, I can't. No. no, but he wasn't very Spanish either. 
Um, so that's it. That's the games. I guess wrap up. Uh, good news for Elan. The two, both teams above us lost. Um, Suwon didn't get a win, so Elan should not play every week. <laughs> Things work a, a lot better in this I league. I think you'll find a lot of people would actually agree with that as well. <laughs> Probably Martin Rainey Particularly your wife <laughs> Your not, wife as well They're not playing next weekend are they so No they've got a Monday game, a Monday game. So, so they'll know exactly what they need to do they'll, exactly. know, they'll know what the teams above and around them have done So Yeah I mean big surprise was Sangju Not just that they lost But the, the size of the scoreline Alright so that wraps up the K-League Challenge um, We'll talk about the upcoming games at the weekend At the end of the podcast We should move on to the Classic Big weekend, the league's over yet again. Uh, any challenge has been absolutely blown away. But let's talk about the Saturday games first. Paul, you were at Seoul? I was indeed. How did that one go? Uh, it was wet. No, it wasn't actually. By the time the match came around, it was only drizzling, but it was wet before then. Um. So it was a 2 0 home win against Inchon. Yeah. Um, pretty decent result, actually. Inchon, not the easiest team to beat 2 0 at home. Was it a good performance? Um, yeah, it wasn't bad to be honest. Um, he brought in a couple of players, sort of, sort of the fringe players. So he had number forty, I think it is, playing up front, Shim Jae Hyuk, who's played maybe once or twice this season. Um, he put in a good stint for the first half before he brought on number nineteen, who's another sort of per- perma sub. Um, he dropped the regular left back Kim Chiu and brought in Shim Sang Min, who I think is a much better player anyway, and so it proved to be. Uh, Dury also didn't play, so a bit of a, a makeshift squad, shall we say, but uh, they played some good attacking stuff. They had four, probably four, cha- four decent chances in the opening 20 minutes, they didn't convert any of them. And then Incheon had their first chance, uh, got through to half-time 0-0, um, and then... Second half, Molina scored a really, really good goal. I don't know if you've seen any of the replays or not. Um, no, I want to say the right back, Kogwang Min, crossed it in, and uh, Molina sort of eyed it up and did a swerving volley kick that sort of went like that into the top corner. It was a, it was a really good goal. You won't see a better goal all weekend apart from maybe the one that the Pusong guy scored. There you go. High plays indeed. If anyone wants Paul to uh, commentate live on the radio on games, so so, so you can hear things like, it went like that, (laughs) 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 Um, then please let us know at KLeague underscore podcast. I'd encourage you to look up the the replay on YouTube so you can see the brilliance of Molina's goal and the ridiculousness of Pak Jiong's goal. I have one question. He's one got a face for radio and a voice for radio. <laughs> if only he could talk sense, <laughs> yes, he'd be yes. sorted. <laughs> Should I tell you about Pak Jiong's goal? No. Uh, I have a it quick went question. like this, it went like that. It went <laughs> <laughs> I have a quick question for you, Paul. How was uh, Takahagi? Uh, He's got the number two shirt. Yeah, Is he, he, he playing right back? He played 30 minutes. Did, were, were you impressed by him or do you think he should have stayed at, at, at Sydney? Uh, I was neither impressed nor unimpressed. So he didn't do anything special, but he was—he showed a lot more uh, aggressiveness than the average soul player. So he was running after things. He was willing to shoot from sort of outside the box, which a lot of soul players aren't, right? Mm-hmm. He's obviously not got the memo yet. If we find the week's wages, and next yeah. week he'll be yeah. passing back to the keeper every time he gets the ball. His shooting was terrible. Um, 
but yeah, um, and it was sort of somewhere between Jonathan Woodgate and Jürgen Klinsmann in terms of debuts. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Uh, how was the the mighty Kevin? Yeah. I mean, if I'm, I'm guessing if Inchon lost to no, he was crap. He was quiet, I think. Um, he got taken off at some point, didn't he? Got taken off uh, 68 minutes. Was so. Inchon Su playing? No. Inchon Su hasn't played all season. Well, like the last few games I've been at, I haven't seen Inchon Su. He was playing when I saw him. He was the captain, actually, when I saw him. What I would say is the other the other week when you were talking about Kevin, you you said he was sort of playing an anchor midfield role yeah. right, and spraying it forward. Whereas at the Seoul game, he seemed to be much more further forward. Okay. Uh, he kept getting caught offside. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he he was the main linchpin of all Incheon's attacks. And so if he's not playing well, then Incheon's not going to play well. But Interestingly, ten thousand people at the game. It's pretty ridiculous. The poor. I think the it's weather was pretty terrible on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, torrential rain, thunderstorms. Yeah. Um, Still poor. Let, let me just talk about Pak Jung's goal because it was comedically funny. As opposed to non comedically funny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a other form of funny that's it, not It was comedic? like a, a um, Laurel and Hardy kind of physical comedy so goal. It was like slapstick? Yeah. Okay. So and be my guest. So the guy I was talking about just now, Shim. We don't have guests on the podcast, Mark. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have to escape now. We do. <laughs> Shim Sang Min bursts down the left. If a group on America is like, woohoo! Passes it to Yoon Jute, who runs sort of to the left side of the penalty box. Just, just, just gives the numbers, Paul. Uh, number nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Yoon Jute does a, uh, a, a slide rule pass across the area at speed. Uh, one of the Inchon defenders trying to clear Sorry, it. Sorry, score at any point in this story. <laughs> no, they're, they're still out there now. Yeah, is this, is this, you started the previous game, Paul, come on. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a pinball machine, it's still bouncing around. <laughs> this is the kick-off he's talking about, slide real past the person across so him. So Pardew Young went to school and he scored a great goal for his school team. No, but it, the goalie comes out to, t- to collect this, this cross along the ground, right? But it hits a defender and goes behind the goalie, and it's sort of bouncing, skidding along the ground into the net. And Pak Ji-young runs from sort of the penalty area past the goalie and does a, a sliding sort of slides in to, to cross it over the line from a metre out. So it was going in anyway. It was going in. I'm 95% sure it was going in anyway. Oh shit! But that's that's a striker's goal, isn't it? When he and he almost goes from 95% to 100%. He almost injured himself sliding in like that as well because he sort of sat down and. Well, to be honest, Patrick Young almost injures himself just turning up for a game. <laughs> Put his top on. But you know, whether he bangs it in from 40 yards out or bangs it in from a metre out, he still gets his 10 million one goal bonus, right? So. That's what she said. That'll pay for a few dodgy nori bangs this week. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Him and Char, especially since he's presumably got the week off. Because he's not going to the mm. East Asian Cup, is he? Yeah, well, I thought I thought he meant he'd, he'd the flu or something. We said he'd be cough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the new. So you're a happy camper this week, Paul, or as close as you get to a happy camper, anyway. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I should have. She must stay. No, I wouldn't go that far. The other thing I should note is that in between Seoul's first and second goals, Pusan uh, Incheon did, were awarded a penalty. It'd be much funnier if Busan were all the penalty. Some guy had to come up with KTX. <laughs> wait, 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 wait for three hours. <laughs> and then he comes up and skies us. Oh. Yeah, so 
Incheon were awarded a penalty. Um, and Is that why I saw, again, my great phone up told me it was 2-1 at one point? Maybe they just gave them one. I got a penalty, they're going to score. We'll just... Penalty King Yu Sang Hoon saved it. I really hope the, the Singaporean gamblers don't have the same Kaylee <laughs> gap that I have on my phone because it, it tells you all kinds of weird and wonderful scores. Who they told me there was no challenge games last mm. week. But I, I did get a, t- a drunk text from one of the foreign Inchon fans, oh, fans, fans complaining about the referee and how biased he was towards Seoul. But I mean, but it was him. So the, I did. <laughs> That's just, that's just the common line with citizen teams, though, isn't it? It's just always, oh, the Chabal teams get all the decisions, blah, blah, blah. No. <laughs> I'm not sure what he was, exactly what he was complaining about. He didn't elaborate. And, I mean, the penalty was quite soft, in my opinion. They did get caught offside a few times, but you'd assume those would have been difficult to judge from where he, he was sitting because he was right down the other end. Let's so. move on here. What else happened on Saturday? Um, not a lot, I think, right? Two nil nils. Yeah, uh, Solna Manosan ran out nothing each at uh, Osan. Um, nothing much to talk about there. So despite there being half a table between the sides, Song Nam and Ulsan are just equally bad, is that what we're saying? Yeah, Having I mean... played each other for 180 minutes, they can't separate them. That's the problem, the last two games have been pretty poor. It's like, a really uh, poor crowd, 6,500 at Ulsan yeah, as well. Yeah, terrible crowd as well. See, uh, when, when, all three got, when all three games were nil-nil at half-time, I thought it was because of the weather, but the, the weather down south was actually quite good, I, I believe. Yeah, I, think I, was, I, was, I was down in Jeonju, which isn't that far south, but it was dry and sunny. But fr- friends of mine who were down in Pusan were sending pictures back of like glorious blue skies, sunny yeah, beaches. Yeah, I, I don't think I think it was just Seoul was, so was really bad weather. Mm. Only Seoul with torrential rain, I think. Or so. maybe Kyungido, but Yeah. I, mean, I think um, Songnam have slipped up here. I mean, like that's now two. The, the last two games have been a draw and a loss. Um, they're still comfortably four points ahead of Incheon, thanks to FC Seoul beating them. Um, but I think they need to start. Getting a few points back on the table. Clean, clean sheet for your dodgy keeper, though. It is, yeah. It's I see. see his space. Kovacic got in the, the start. Yeah, yeah, he started. Game. He started. Jeprov was completely out of the squad. Yeah, but I think I think Jeprov's days at Osan are numbered, particularly now that the rumour is that Everton's coming over. Uh, I would imagine Jeprov will see his his um, his places limited. I think. I'd be surprised. I mean, he only came in in the in the winter there. So, I mean, he, he did okay. I mean, he, he scored. A good start, didn't he did he? a good start. He scored the same goal three times. <laughs> I mean, he did start well, but I think he's kind of burnt off the boil. But he, he got injured as well, I think. And now it looks as if the manager is looking at elsewhere. I mean, it's a strange one for me again that um, Ulsan are taking a guy who can't really get a game at all. Yeah, Everton. Yeah. He gets quite a few games at all. Just well, I mean, do much if the Solar wanted to get rid of him. That's just because he was a stopgap solution to the Rafael Costa problem, right? It's, it's weird. I mean, like, like looking at it, I mean, Jeparov and Kim Tae-hwan were kind of first-choice players at, at Songnam, so but they made sense. Money, right? But a lot yeah. of money, so they made sense to go to for, for another team to a bigger team, a better team, to um, on paper anyway to like want to sign them. But it seems a bit weird for them to go for Everton. Uh, I mean. Maybe they're hoping that he'll he'll have the same form that he had with Songnam when he played. I mean, but to be honest, I think Ulsan's league position shows you how well they've been recruiting foreigners. Yeah, because uh, they've got the Japanese guy as well, Masada, Masada who, who's 
seems to be in and out, gets on the bench sometimes, disappears mm. sometimes. Um, with the resources they've got, they should be higher up the league. Um, some poor signings. I think I think we said at the start of the season, Jeparov is not somebody that I'd throw a lot of money at. I don't know I don't know what kind of contract he's on at Ulsan, but he was one of the he was the second highest played player in the league or the third highest second. played well, you, player in the league. You get a lot of Sol fans saying, Oh let's bring Jeparov back and that's not, not something I would want. No, not based on what he seems to contribute. I mean, he's a, he's a good player, but he's not the second best player in the league to no. give him that kind of no. kind of salary if that's what he's on. I'd agree. Um, and at Songnam, he was he was a like a Molina, who's what the highest played player in the league. It's, it's a millstone around your neck if you've got that huge he wage bill and they're not turning yeah. it on every week. I mean, he, he never really did a whole lot um, at Songnam. To be honest, I'd never really seen him. Over the course of the couple of seasons he was there, really kind of changing games or doing much. And Songnam obviously are missing him. I mean, they're higher up, up, up the table than they've been. Um, but I think taking Ever is a strange one. I'm, I get the feeling it's just that kind of recycling of Brazilians that, that kind of goes on, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh, the Gallo going to Suwon. Have a no. decent upstart. I, I mean, I guess one thing in Korea, there seems to be this kind of thing where if. Because there's so many Brazilians who come through the league, stay for a month, mm. and then get bombed out and end up costing a lot of money. So I think it's some part of it is if you stay here for more than six months, then you're kind of like, alright, I've settled in Korea. Yeah. So I've proved that at least I'll stick around. And okay, I might not be that good, but it's kind of better the devil you know. Than bringing in some guy from he's he's a relatively proven quantity, isn't he? He's, he's played for yeah. a couple of KD clubs at various times. But I can't understand a team like Ulsan going that way because I mean Ulsan, you think should be competing at the top end of the league. Ulsan should be looking to win the title. So taking other teams' cast-offs is not really the way to go for them, particularly teams who are not competing at the, at the top of the league but, but well, obviously we don't know the, the, the details of his contract but if you're going to say he's he's just coming in for six months to tie up until the end of this season then the, the position there at the moment uh, it's kind of a waste of time to speculate isn't it but, yeah I mean I, yeah. Don't, I, don't, I don't know why I don't, I don't know I don't know what's going on there um, what was the other game the last game on Saturday uh, Pohang no Guangzhou no so that was obviously really exciting Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Pohang, another team that are underperforming for me. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think there's much more you can say about that other than they're definitely underperforming. I mean, for Pohang to be sitting in the fifth at this stage of the season is just not good enough. Those, those three Brazilians playing for Quangjo, they, have they been there all the time? Not names I'm familiar with. Uh, Cassiano, maybe. Nope, he was just signed recently. I see he's joined. Daniel Bahia, Fabio no, no, Neves. Can't no, don't know much about them to be honest. Cassiano, I think, just signed. I think I'm sure I saw uh, on Twitter that he had signed just maybe last week or something, or maybe last a couple of weeks ago. Um, but yeah, again, Guangzhou with three Brazilians, Pohang with one Brazilian. That's just embarrassing now. Like, what? Adriano, Adi, that's it. Santos at Suwon. Leonardo, I guess, at John Book. You're talking about like four Brazilians that have actually settled, done well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I let's, let's talk about that when we talk about the transfer because there is just a revolving door of Brazilians coming in and out and 
you know, we can tribute anything. See, what we should do is fucking pack in the podcast and set ourselves up as football agents. Yeah, but you'd have to, do you speak Portuguese? <laughs> so the Sunday games, they all, the, the big one on Sunday was the one I was at, John Book versus Suwon. Silence from the crowd there. <laughs> one of the six pointers we talked about. One of the six pointers. Yeah, huge um, game. And huge game, great atmosphere at the game. There's a big um, crowd there, like 30 or 1,000, wasn't there? But, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it officially was, I didn't see it, but uh, to me I the stadium, the 30, stadium 30, looked, about, looked about 60, 70% full. I'm not sure what the capacity is at Junju. Yeah, 31,000. 31,000, 31, yeah, it was pretty big. Um, so crowd, I thought initially wasn't that big, it filled up a little bit just before kick-off. Um, personally, I'd have thought there'd been a few more Suwon supporters travelling, but I guess it was probably five or 600 there, so in K-League terms, that's probably pretty good. Um, Jonju sections were really busy, um, and surprisingly enough, one of the few stadiums I've been to where you could actually say the people there were football fans. Um, they, knew, they knew the players' names, mm. they knew the songs, they were joining in. Um, so I was quite impressed with John Dew overall. Were you, were you impressed with the stadium itself? Because every time I've been there, it seems to be falling apart. I well, it, it looked fine to me. I mean, I, Where, there, there, there was people sit? on there was people on the seats, so it was hard to tell. Where, whereabouts did you sit? <laughs> I went in the east section, so the kind of main stand bit in the corner, um, nearest to the nearest to the John Dew fans. But last last year when I went there, you you know the steps outside where you where you go. Yeah. Those were all crumbling concrete, and this year when I went, they, they cladded over with sort of wood, wood and decking. I mean, one of the things is it, it was really genuinely busy. There was stuff going on outside. Mm. They had uh, Hyundai were doing competitions for you know, get a free three liters of oil for your car, and there was free chicken, there was free beer, so there was did enough you, stuff. Did to you see to the Chumbuk the Chumbuk themed beer? Because I, I yes, saw that they yes, they I got least, uh, Not only did I see it, I drank it. I got a few it. cans for myself. Although well, they do the annoying thing of, I've got to open your can before you get into the yeah. stadium. Okay, so I've spilled half of it by the time I actually get to drink it. Um, but no, they were quite, quite neat, I was quite impressed by it. And they were giving out free height at the front of the stadium, and they had the, the cans out there, and everybody was going, like, Can I have a can? They're like, No, you have to buy them inside. Um, but the game itself, the game itself was a really good game, actually. It was kind of back and forwards, it was the stereotypical game of two halves. Um, Suwon, Suwon looked really good in the first half. What they like, what they lacked was a striker. Um, I think they've blown it by getting rid of Jong. Yeah, let, let Jong go for for not much money. I think they've they've, they've thrown it away. They started with um, number th- number thirteen was up front, So Jung Jin, who's not a guy I'm really familiar with. Um, but I mean, he was he was a player. He wasn't he wasn't anything special. He was. Just your average kind of Korean player. Um, Santos was playing, yeah, he scored. Well, Santos yeah. was playing, he was kind of playing one off, and then Yom was on the wing. Um, to be honest, Suwon could have wrapped the game up in the first half. They had four really clear cut chances to score, and they took one of them in the first half. Santos scored, um, Yom Kiyun missed an absolute sitter. He just had to finish it from like three yards out, and he put it past the post. Um, That's why you need Pak Chiyom. Yeah, it in. quite possibly. Um, so I should have it wrapped up. John Book first half were not that impressive. Okay in possession, but they didn't really have anything up front. Um, che Gang he changed it a bit in about forty minutes. He took off Eho, uh, and he brought on 
Kim Dong Chan. Kim Dong Chan, yeah, that was it. That Thirty-fourth was the guy. minute substitution. Yeah, it was. Just, I mean, it looked to me that it was tactical. I don't think Eho was injured. I think he just thought we've got to go and chase the game a little bit, yeah. um, and that had a huge effect. Um, from then on, um, second half onwards, it was all John Book. John Book were just absolutely battering Suwon. Um, I've got to say, despite all that was slagged him off, man of the match was Jung. He pulled really? off. He pulled off. I'd say four good stops from close range, from like free kicks, corners, balls that just came at him, reaction saves. Um, if it hadn't been for him, it'd probably been four or five one. He's a bit like Dave Besson, isn't he? On his day, he's really good, but he's just prone to make terrible clangers. Yeah, I think I think he's one of these keepers that he, he's a good shot stopper when he doesn't have time to think about it. But he's terrible on, on crosses and kind of positioning and stuff like that. Um, but he did really well. So yeah. he's got good reflex and poor decision making. Yeah, uh, but he did, he did really well on Sunday. Uh, nine minutes to go, I was like, well, Suwon are maybe going to open the open the league title back up a bit. I think it would have been within four points of John Book with nine minutes to go, and then it just all went horribly wrong. I mean, they were they were being pounded, so nothing really changed. But Luis scored on his return. His return, yeah. His return, um, and then Suwon just. Collapsed. Did you get the feeling that once Chumbo equalised, they were always going to get the winner? Or? Well, I, I, I mean, to be honest, it was the, the, for 45 minutes, it was the same pattern of play. It was just Chumbo constantly pounding Suwon and Suwon trying to, try to do their best to defend. Suwon defensively actually looked pretty solid. I mean, defensively, they're a decent unit, um, and Jung was doing pretty well. So it was kind of like, can Suwon hold out? Can Suwon hold out? Um, but then Luis scored, and then there was, it was only ever going to be one winner at that point. And then the guy, EJ Sung, popped up 87th minute, scored the goal, and Suwon were never going to come back. And then the only thing that happened, I think, um, number 15, what was his name? Kujaryong. Kujaryong. Um, I don't know what he got sent off for. I think it was, it was an off-the-ball thing. I don't know if he hit someone or just... Looks like he hit or just, or just shouted some the wrong thing but it was the it was the linesman on the far side of his flag up and he was on the, on the radio at the referee to say you're going to have to do something here and so, uh, there was a bit of discussion yeah. and then he got his second yellow card but I mean in nine minutes Suwon lost two goals a player and the league title I mean like, looking at it Leonardo was booked at the exact same time so you've got to imagine there was some kind of fracas between those two maybe maybe some shirt pulling or something uh, yeah it was hard to see exactly what went on because mm. it, it was it was well away from play it was out on the right wing when the play was kind of in the centre um, but the linesman was definitely adamant that something had gone on and it took a while to actually get the card out so I don't even know if it was mm. something that they'd said or you know a bit of dissent back to the referee that actually got sent off but I mean at that point it was pretty academic how how was Hankil one back from his his five-game suspension for punching. Um, uh, I mean, most of the Chumbo guys were okay. Mm. There was no real stars in the Chumbo team. There was nobody that really stood out. And you thought this guy's fantastic. Probably the closest they had to somebody was a uh, Leonardo, who was actually doing pretty well. But um, the rest of them, they were just okay. But to me, the only difference I think was probably what Che Kang he did, which was they were very cagey in the first 35 minutes. And then when they made the substitution, they pushed forward and they were just like, right, we're going to go, we're mm. going to play two up front, we're going to go and attack them, we're going to try and win. And I always think, whenever any Korean team actually goes to try and win, yeah. they generally do. 
Because the other that. team, the, the other opposition always trying, every team tries to play cagey, yeah. and tries to play defensive. Yeah. When one team takes the risk, when one team actually goes right, we're going to go and win this game, that makes a huge difference. I mean, Suwon could have held out if the defence had been a little bit tighter, if, if Chung had pulled off a couple of great saves. He could have been sitting here going, the title's all open. Yeah. Four points in it, but. How is, how is Suwon's uh, Bulgarian okay. player? Mitosansky. He came on yeah, midway through the second half. Um, he was, I, I didn't even notice that he'd come on. He was fairly he, anonymous. He came on for the guy that you'd just been slacking off and saying he's not a striker. So. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it, there was nothing particularly impressive about him. I'm assuming you know you come on with 20 minutes to go in your debut. Um, hmm. I guess. He's going to need a bit of time to settle in. There was, there was nothing particularly impressive about him, but I wouldn't make any judgment on him based on 19 minutes of football. Um, the other the, the, the Chonbuk new signing the, the other guy Aloy Vera or whatever his name is didn't get on the pitch he wasn't in the squad so I guess he's yeah. not the, the Spanish guy the Spanish yeah. guy yeah I guess he's still to come he's not fair, and then the biggest cheer of the day probably even bigger than the goals was for Egan Hope he was wheeled out at half time and said here's our new loan signing he's coming here for six months and everybody went absolutely apeshit I guess that's going to be a big thing for him I think I mean if he I don't particularly like him, but but I mean it, it shows you it shows you something to me in terms of you know people talk about how can we market the team how can we get people interested it's like here's our new Brazilian signing Luis he was here before well, all right he's good well done yeah. a light applause he's here's our new guy from Spain he's done, he's played in the Spanish league he's scored so many goals all right well done a light applause here's Egan oh he's done nothing for years whoa he's Korean. It's like no, somebody it's who's been to a World Cup and failed miserably. But, yeah. but this is this is kind of what we were talking about last week, right? When Pak Jeong came back, it, it sort of slapped 10,000 on the yeah. crowd. But yeah. but they didn't really come back. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, there was a big attendance at Chondrick. I got the impression there was a lot of foreigners there. I don't know why. There seemed to be a lot of foreigners at the game. Um, but also, there was a lot of guys that I noticed were at the, the, kind of the shop buying their shirts, which, was, again, is kind of the, is this the first time they were at the game. So I don't know if they turned up if it turned up to see Egan Hogan getting but, introduced but or this is they turned up because it's a big game or this, this whatever is, This it is. is the perfect kind of game to get people coming back there, right? Play a bit crap, it was a, it was play a, great a bit crap early on and then sort of start yeah, storming yeah, attacking yeah. football with an, yeah. a late win. Then people are going to say, well, that was brilliant, I'm going to come back next time. Great atmosphere, um, great game, couldn't fault it. I think, it's, it's, I think it might only be my second classic game this season that I've actually gone to see live. I don't, I don't, I've been in more two or three um, it's a huge difference when the game matters and the atmosphere is good. I mean, the last one I went to was Dejon Inchon, yeah. which was like death warmed up. <laughs> and you're watching guys who are not that great competing for not really anything, and the crowd are now you're harsh, not really in it. That's it over now. That's the league's um, finished now, yeah. So now yeah, it's ACL spots. That's a 10 point gap between Chonbuk and Suwon. Um, the Suwon guys at the end of the game were just on flat out on their backs, basically. That's it, gone. Yeah, the Chonbuk so. guys were dying about like they'd won the, won the championship. So I now think. it's Chon Nam and Sol to try and catch Suwon rather than anyone to catch Chon. Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah it's, just, it's just too much of a gap, isn't it? And what, 15 games, 10 point gap to Chonbuk. Chonbuk have still got his strength in because they're going to bring in Egun Ho, they're going to bring in this, the Spanish guy. Mm. So mm. they're going to be a, a harder Patrick team. Era. Harder team to beat than they were yesterday. The team in second place have uh, failed to beat them. So, I think I think that's it. I think John Book. I think everybody knows John Book are now 
Bowman hosed. Yep. So what they, Hyundai should be writing the big comedy check to present to themselves. <laughs> because they are the sponsor of the league and the sponsor of the champions. And the sponsor of the referees. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a citizen fan now, Paul. GS going to sell the team? Well, there are a lot of people that always say, like, we should get rid of GS. And, and I was saying, do you realise what you're saying? If you get rid of GS, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to be much, much worse. It's become Dejan. Talking of Dejan, they're also involved in six-pointer, I believe, if I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Call from last week. They took the lead, didn't they? It was looking positive for them. The, yeah, Adriano list Dejan. I think, I think there was a few hopes, a few hopes getting up that maybe Dejan could pull Some, something back. Survive without Adriano. But in the end... Um, it wasn't to be. So they they held the lead for. But they did, yeah, they took the lead in the first half, twenty twenty minutes, twenty one minutes. Um, so at half time they were one 0 up, but then second half Busan came back. Um, Wesley scored, and then Kim Jin Gyu scored. Kim Jin Gyu's goal was was really good actually. I didn't see the goals actually, but um, you can describe it for us, Paul, using your hands. <laughs> Have you got that? Like yeah. It went like that and then like that and then a little bit, no. a little bit, right? This this Kim Jingyu, who I'm pretty sure should be Kim Jingyu two or three because Seoul have had a Kim Jingyu for ages, haven't they? But um, he he received the ball and he just he just leathered it and it it curled from maybe left or right of he was like that. He was on the left side of the area, so just slightly outside the area, um, attacking, and he kind of curled it into the top right corner. But it started off going well wide, and it, re- it really curled wickedly just to get into the net. It was, it was a really so it was one of those Roberto Carlos efforts. Pretty much, yeah. Well done. Um, I think that consigns Dijon to relegation, doesn't it? If we say 10 points is enough for John Book, then 12 points has got to be enough for Busan. Given that Dejon have only managed eight points so far, <laughs> and without Adriano, they're not they're not making that up, are they? I think I think even the Dejon fans are looking forward to life in the challenge next season. Yeah, I can't see them making that up. G- given the difference in goal difference, it's not even it's not even four wins. It's like four wins and a draw they need to get just to make up the di- the gap, isn't it? Yeah, a goal difference of. 16 goals is, is effectively an extra point they need to get. So, yeah. So, I guess we'll talk about the last game. The last game was uh, Chunam at home to Jeju. Bit of a surprise. I thought this, I didn't think this would be a, as big a, big a win as it was, but it was 3 1 to Chunam. Um, Orsic again. He seems to be on fire, actually, Orsic. I think he's probably. Aiming for a move to Europe, yeah. <laughs> well, he's on loan from a Croatian side, so I guess he can go back to Europe anytime he wants. <laughs> but I guess he's aiming for a, b- a better move than. I bet, I bet Raika are wishing they'd kept him after their uh, disappointing 5 2 defeat to the mighty Aberdeen in the Europa League. Yeah, your man Orsic. Um, would he have been a better signing for Seoul than Adriano, maybe? Yep. I guess you've got to go with what's available. He's on loan, though, yeah? He's on loan from Raika, but uh, somebody was saying that um, somebody was looking to sign Orsic. I thought it was Seoul, actually. There was a rumour that Seoul were looking to sign Orsic. I don't know how it was going to work. I think Seoul were looking to sign everyone. They were just just looking for a striker. Uh, I mean, he's... Yeah, he's done well. He's kind of making a bit of an embarrassment in the league, I guess, now. Uh, He's scored, what, 
10 goals in the last few games uh, I mean it's a quite, kind of quite, quite a start to the season um, but he's been on fire and he's now Four, six, eight goals. number 4 number 4 number 5 8 goals 4 assists how I mean he's no Jumin Q but not many people are how, how long do you think it'll be before Edu gets overhauled at the top of the goal scoring charts uh, so he's got a lead of, he's got a lead of 3 ga- goals at the moment with probably 3 more games and then Kim Shinook will be ahead of him Yes, I think, no, I'm going to call it now. I think Huang Yijou will finish top scorer in the league. And uh, Stilik, I still won't pick him for the national team. TV. Back to the game, there's not much I can say about it other than Orsich scored two. I didn't see it. Uh, Yunbit, yeah. Yunbit, the unit, scored a goal. I guess the, the main thing of note for this game was that a certain 40-something-year-old, 45, 46-year-old... The 100, 139-year-old... Kim Byung-ji. Kim Byung-ji, who played in the very first K-League game I ever saw. He probably played in the very first K-League game, to be honest. So he, is, he is a living legend, doesn't he? Kim Byung-ji and his mullet made their 700th appearance. 700 appearances. In the, is that K-League or is that Korean football? Is that including like FA Cup and League Cup or is that just K-League? Yes. Well, he's, he's number 700 as well, I didn't realise that. That was a special, yeah, special. Did you that one game? Yeah. He did that at the All-Star like, game as like well. He should have been taken off him because he wasn't at 700 at the point. Like, uh, what's his name? The the Chumbuk goalie who played. Was it last year? 640-something, was it not? Che Eun-sung. Che Eun-sung. The other yeah. goalie. The thing is, I mean, Byung-ji is still going strong. I mean, there's no reason to think he won't make 720 or 730 or something. Well, the latest thing he said was he wants to make 777. Yeah. Which means he's going to have to play... At least until two and a half more years. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, if you assume he's going to play, going to play another twenty odd games this season. Not, uh, not twenty. He's going to play. No, he's going to play fifteen maybe f- this season. Fifteen plus one more FA Cup game at least. One to two FA Cup games. Then he's got the potential. And then, they, and then another forty or something next season. If they get into the group stage of the Champions League, that will. Well, depending he on what we're going with. He won't be still next season. He'll be in a challenge next season. Surely. I don't know. He's not. It's not like he's making mistakes. He'll probably play for Songnam next season because you need a keeper. (laughs) I can afford him. (laughs) I mean, the 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 good thing about him is it's not like he's there on uh, you know some kind of sympathy vote. He's actually a decent keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's performing. Um, He's performing. He might be forty-five, but he's. uh, I don't know if he's like the the legend John Budgie Burridge sleeps with his football boots on. So he was born in 1970, made his K-League debut in 1992. So he's still younger than you, Paul. Mm. No, he's not. Um, the other thing I saw, he, he named his, uh, his best 11, didn't he? He did, Mark? yes. He did, the, yeah. the guys throughout his career, I guess he's probably played with everybody in the K-League, give or take, in one or ways, two. In more ways than one um, as well, probably. Um, but yeah, he named his, he named his so top he, 11. He named, he named the best players that he's played with. Yes, in the in the K in league. the K league, and what was the what was the lineup then? Uh, will we go through each one, or will we just name the ones that are high profile? Well, I think you should tell us who the lineup were quickly, <laughs> just to see how your pronunciation is, Mark. Uh, well, the lineup was a goalkeeper first of all. Um, Jay and Young. Jay and Young. Who? So he, he okay. He went for a three-five-three, a three-four-three. Sorry, he went for a three-five-three. <laughs> he did, yeah. He's a tricky bastard like that. <laughs> he went for a three-four-three, 
He didn't pick himself in the team, so obviously he doesn't rate himself very highly. I guess he doesn't play with himself very often then, yeah? <laughs> um, but he started off with... Uh, well, I'm all the better. <laughs> he better, yeah. He had Chi uh, Inyoung, uh, who he played with apparently at Ulsan um, in his team. Paul, um, you probably went to school with him. What do you know about him? <laughs> no idea. I, I never know nothing about this guy either. Yeah, uh, I think we're showing our ignorance there on yeah. that one. The three defenders they went for were uh, the centre-back of Hong Yong-bo. Um, I think he, he had quite with, a good career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I've heard about him. Yeah, he played with him at Pohang. Um, the other two defenders they went with were both from Ilsan as well. Chi uh, yong Yu and... Chong Jong Sun. Chong Jong Sun, the hardest name to pronounce ever, who looks like he's Cristiano Ronaldo's father or something, doesn't it? Like, a bit weird. Anyway, um, on the wings, he had, uh, strangely enough, uh, on the right wing, he had uh, Che Kang Hee, who he also apparently played with at Osan, although when we looked at Wikipedia, it was literally 10 games I was convinced Che Kang Hee was about 75, but... Yeah, I don't know why. I don't he was, he was, was he 56 when 50, we checked. 55, 56, yeah. yeah. So that they will... His... 10 uh, games, 10 games yeah. over that bit. He, he played 10 games in uh It does kind of Byung bring you home to just how old byung is when he yeah. played with Che Kang Hee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the left wing, he had uh, ha, ha Sok Gyu. Hasokju, Hasokju, who's okay. who's very famous for scoring a goal against Mexico in the '98 World Cup. Yep, Pohang left winger. Um, in the midfield, here comes the strange one. Uh, in the left of midfield, he had Ki Sung Yong. Obviously, I think that would make sense. On the right of midfield, he had Junbei Karam, which I think is really weird. I kind of get the feeling like this is, you know, when like David Cameron's been interviewed and they say, "What music do you listen to?" and he's like, "I like Nicki Minaj." Mm. <laughs> it's just, just like pick some young people. <laughs> Some guys that the youngsters like. Uh, just yeah. who's a who's a name? Yeah, those ones are quite I think strange. Ki Sung Young's the best midfielder he's played with. I definitely don't think Yoon Bit Garam's the best midfielder he's I think, played I think with. Key probably is, to be honest. I think Key they probably is one of the best midfielders he's played with. But Yoon Bit Garam is actually shit. I mean, he's called Yoon Shit Garam for a reason. And, uh, only because he always signed for but, Rangers. But when he was at Kyungnam, he had a lot of potential, right? If you, yeah, if potential you, at Kyungnam, if, yeah. you Yun, if you say Kyungnam's Yoon Bit Garam, you can choose him, right? If you say... Cheju's in Big Ram or Songnam's in Big Ram, you wouldn't. You yeah, wouldn't, definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. Well, especially Songnam's. And, and he, he did play with Byungje at Kyungnam, so. I mean, he was pretty horrendous at, at uh, Songnam. But at Kyungnam, he was quite well regarded, wasn't he? So. He was a young guy so, coming through, yeah. So Kyungnam's in Big Ram, yeah. you could accept. Um, the three attackers, or three forward players, uh, the target man was Park Cho Young, obviously. Um, the world's greatest uh, Korean striker that Kim Byungji has played with. I guess. <laughs> and interestingly, he didn't pick any foreigners in his team at all. Must be because Byungji's a racist. <laughs> oh, you couldn't be racist if you're white. Um, uh, on the left of the front line, he had uh, Yi Chong Yong, uh, who he played with at Seoul, obviously. And on the right of his attacking line, he had uh, Yi Chong Ho. Who he's presumably playing with at the minute? I guess he's playing with. Is that the guy that is that the guy that was hu- hugging Uli last week in the All Star game? I think it was, yeah. So I guess he had to go. Do you for think he actually picked that side, or do you think somebody's picked it for him? Oh, when Jungji, can you just put your name to this? I mean, I'm guessing he had to go for a, you know, like a current player because he can't say the whole Kaylee right now is crap. So I guess he went for him. 
uh, I guess, as Paul said, he had to go for a young player that uh, us younger people might know. Uh, so he went for Yunshit Garam. It, it's interesting that sort of the, the back six players are all old guys and the front five players are, are all... Yeah, so current, like the ones I actually had to work with, I'm going to pick the old guys, the ones I just saw at the other end of the field. Yeah, the, yeah. the ones I just boot the ball to <laughs> from goal kicks. And <laughs> but it's, it's also quite interesting that uh, Che Kang-hee uh, did a, a recent The Best... Um, players I've managed, uh, which was like last week he did that, um, and he had picked like Leonardo and uh, Edu and a few other kind of players. Whereas like Byungji's obviously just went went for like these are the, they're the eleven best Koreans I played with, as opposed to the, the eleven best players. I mean, surely you would think right now he would have instead of Lee Jung Ho, he'd have Orisix or Orsha. Well, you think so? Yeah. I mean, or or the guy that used to play for Seoul, Ricardo. Ricardo, yeah. Surprised? Did he play f- with Seoul when Adi was there? Yeah, he would have done, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he must play, have done. He played for Seoul from like two thousand five, six, and seven. Something I mean, if like he, if he played with Key in yeah. Park, he must have played with Adi. Yeah. So why isn't Adi in in the centre of defence then? Adi's a far better defender than. The, the note here world. says that he had to pick players that were in, that played for his team when he was playing. And it, he's not allowed to pick guys that only played for in the national team. But it doesn't say anything about. Doesn't exclu- say they were not been able to pick any for yeah, it. Doesn't say anything about excluding. I, know, I guess. But you'd have thought like Adi would have been in there. I guess it's a fluff piece for a Korean website and yeah. pick Koreans. But interestingly, he did pick uh, national team coach flop Hong Myung-bo, which was my probably my and other national team. But he was a good defender, wasn't he? <laughs> Chee Kang Hee. Um, <laughs> So I was just interested. I think, yeah, I mean, Hong was a good defender. Yeah. Hong Yong was. He was the, he was the legend. The 2002 World Cup, wasn't he? Yeah, I think you'd, you'd struggle to disagree with him as the, yeah, the, best, the best defender that probably Korea's ever produced. Yeah. But it's interesting that he, you know, I mean, his reputation right now is shot to shreds. Um. And as I said, yeah, the well, Yun Yun Garam I found quite a well done everyone who shot Hong Yong Bo's reputation in shreds because now you've got Steely Car. Well done. Um, but yeah, the only one I probably agree with, yep, Lee Chung Yong, Park Chung Yong, Ki Sung Yong can't really fault those three picks. To I be mean, honest. to be honest, it doesn't look like a team to me that would win the league. I still fancy Chun Book, but uh, probably. Although. But again, with Chi Kang Hee on the right wing and John McManager at the same time, you probably fancy <laughs> Byung Ji's team to win it, to be honest. I guess, even, even the, of the 11 that he's picked, we, we, well, I know seven of them. I don't know, well, I know eight of them actually. I don't know three of them. So I don't know three of them. It's very four hard for me to come out and say which players he should have picked instead because. Yeah, there's four I don't really know. The goalkeeper I've never heard of. No. This is, uh, yeah, and as we discussed earlier, that he couldn't. I guess he couldn't pick. Um, I'm assuming the goalkeeper was probably the guy who was the goalkeeper when he was a young guy at the guy. The guy he took over over from. So he's probably his mentor, or you know, he's kind of the guy that I always looked up to. So yeah, I can't blame him. In the photo, in the photo, he does look quite old, doesn't he? Yes. Good luck to him, he's the top bloke He's been a superstar for, what, 15, 20 years now? Yeah um, Played in the first K-League game I, I ever saw Played in the first K-League game ever 
Who's that? Three times you've said that now, Paul. He has been an absolute legend, so well done. Mm-hmm. 700 games is not to be sniffed at. I hope he does get to 777. You'd have him at Song now, wouldn't you? In a heartbeat. You'd probably have him at Soul as well, wouldn't you? In a heartbeat. I did have him at Soul. Again, though. What now? Yeah, you'd have him no, at Soul. Uh, what, over Kim Young Day? No, yeah. I wouldn't. He's a better keeper than Kim Young Day. He's not. You're a better keeper than Kim Young Day. I'm not. I like the way that you sexually looked at Paul when you said that, Stevie. That was just like a you. It was like you're. I'm a better striker than Pat Young, but I'm not a better keeper than Kim Young Day. No, you're not. You're a better keeper than Kim Young Day. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've got a lot up front. And I just like to put on record I didn't sexually look at Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Can we put back on record he actually fucking did? (laughs) I only look like look at Mark that way. Right guys, so finish up tonight, we need to go and preview the weekend's fixtures, uh, there's no classic, so we need to talk so we challenge. <laughs> Can't we just skip it like we did last week? We could do, I guess the only game worth talking about is the Elander at home to Anya, and you guys said you're going to come along and get your first taste of Leolo Park. Uh, could do, probably will do. The Monday night game, half past seven. Depends on how much I drink on Sunday, but yeah, that's probably. I'm busy. Oh well, I'll, I'll let Martin know you don't give a shit. <laughs> if he invites me personally, I might go. All right. Well, you're not going then. You the other games, we'll just just quickly skip, skip through them. Uh, Sue one are at home to Buchon. Yep, they are. That'll be interesting to see. Um, be interesting to see if Sissy does the job. Well, well, that's a chance for Buchon to potentially leap up into fourth, right? If they Paul, get if you don't speak, we'll get this done in five minutes. <laughs> a chance for uh, Butchon to potentially leap up into fourth, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if, if he doesn't repeat everything we'll say. <laughs> we'll get three minutes. <laughs> Only if they win, was it 3-0, 4-0? Something like that. 3-0. Uh, depends what the tiebreaker is, but yeah, 3-0 would do it. 2-0 would come down to some sort of obscure tiebreaker. Yeah, okay, but I fancy Sue one City at home to beat Butchon. Me too. Score draw. Score draw, okay. Ansan Police at home to Daegu. Uh, should be a Daegu away win, but you never should know. Be, but after the weekend, you never know. Both teams lost, so could be anything. I think both teams might lose that game. <laughs> I think Pohang will win. <laughs> I think it'll be a 0-0. Pohang, Pohang Daegu. <laughs> Going here at home to Sangju, you'd expect that to be a fairly easy away win, but after tonight, who knows? But Goyang are not particularly impressive. Their, their form's not been great of late, so you have to go with Sangju in that one. Lost three in the bounce, so yeah, score draw. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I agree. Kangwon Kyungnam, uh, nobody really cares, do they? I think that'll be a draw. Edrop probably cares. Uh, one each. And then he land at home to Anyang. 1-0 Anyang. I've got, a, I've got a bad feeling about that game. <laughs> you know, have you stopped pr- predicting Austin Berry to score a hat-trick every game? I think Austin Berry will probably score a hat-trick in this game. <laughs> Particularly if I'm shouting abuse at him at the time. <laughs> that means I have to go somewhere else. Well, I can't, I can't sit with Anyang fans. This was, this was the a re- replay of Sol, Sol Eland's very first game, right? Yes. Yes, it was, yes. Which finished, finished one all. One each. Score draw then. I think you might be right, score draw. Right, so is that it? 
Oh no, before we go, we should do one last thing. The, the, the famous, mighty Korean national team are playing in the <coughs> East Asian, whatever, yeah. the, whatever the FF is. That, that's why there's no K-League Classic games, because all the big players no are off. K-League Classic games, the, because, the because all, all the J2 players are off playing for Korea. So guys, are you going to be tuning in? Are you going to be watching the games? Uh, I'll be watching Africa TV. That's, that's what you yeah, always do. Even when you're at the song them matches, you're watching Africa TV on your phone. Go Jessica, go Jessica, go Jessica, go. Um, no, uh, no, I'm not going to tune in for much. I'll probably watch the South Korea North Korea game. Oh, yeah, I don't even know if that's a game. <laughs> or not, but if they do play each other at some point, I'll, I'll watch it. As someone that's been to numerous South Korea North Korea games, I don't recommend it. They're the okay. worst games I've ever seen. They're usually, they're usually played out as nil-nil friendly nil. draws, aren't yeah, they? But they? Yeah, but that's because they usually do it on purpose, but this is a cup, they have to win. No, but the last time I saw them, they did the same, they just played out a draw. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Because everyone loves each World, other. World Cup qualifiers, nil-nil. Oh, it's always nil-nil, yeah, that's always nil-nil, but this is a cup. They, if they draw nil-nil, they could lose it. They're not even entertaining nil-nils, they're like really, really poor nil-nils. Yeah. But hopefully we'll see, what, we'll see what happens. So what do you think? Do you think Korea are going to win it? No. No, I think no. Japan will win it. Japan will win it. Or China, China will be second. Japan or China or North Korea will win it. Part of me really wants Korea to do really badly in this. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I have no interest in this tournament. I think if, if Wang Yi-do or Jimin Gu had gone, I would probably have watched it. But I think the fact he's kept both those players for the red-headed Mohican of the rookie and... Uh, and Lee Gun Ho's lesser brother, Lee Jong Up. Um, I have no interest in watching them. Yeah, I, mean, I think I'll watch the games if, if I'm not doing anything else, but I'm not sure who I'm going to be supporting. You won't be gathering at City Hall to uh, be on the street. Cheer them on? No. I mean, if they get to the final, I know there's no final, I, I understand that. But uh, on, on the last game, if they have a chance of winning it, uh, I'll probably like, shave my eyebrows and. Do, do we know, uh, do we know the order? Got, it's got to the point where I'm like... We don't need to know the order, Paul. We don't need to know the order. I don't, I don't want them to do averagely well. I want them to either win the thing or get absolutely pumped. We don't need to know. Embarrassingly. I'd quite like it if they lost every game 5-0 and it looks like I got sacked. To yeah. not, not to even come back from China. Yeah, but that's what I was hoping about. Chae Young's it's not happened yet. Yeah. I guess they probably can't afford to sack him, though. But I guess the uh, the outro music is going to be about the cup. Is that right, Stephen? Yes, I think it sums up all of our feelings towards the East Asian Cup now that uh, Steelic has picked such an exciting squad for them for the games. Paul. I don't care.